Previously, we talked about the three wise men who followed a star to find the new king. They were inspired to do it because they knew the ancient writings predicting a star would appear to signal the birth of a special new king. Around 740 years before that first Christmas, a man named Isaiah wrote a prophecy of the future about what the new king would mean to the people of Israel and the world. The book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 1 to 7, says, Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honour Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood, will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The land of Zebulun and Naphtali, both sons of Jacob, both humbled by God, places of gloom and distress, darkness and deep darkness, You could call them God-forsaken places, but things are going to change. According to the prophet, a baby born will literally change the world. Notice how many of the terms Isaiah used to describe the future king are the same terms we use to describe Jesus. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. What a different kind of leadership that is. Out of the world leaders today, who... Would you call Prince of Peace, for example? Some people fight against poverty, injustice, immorality, driven by their faith, using their skills and talent to change what they can in the world. Influenced by that first coming of Jesus the Messiah. Sometimes imparting your faith to another person means you are changing the world for just that one. But God loved the world so much that he sent his only son Jesus, so that no one should perish, but everyone can have eternal life. That's why the birth of Jesus was so special and predicted in so many ways. In fact, hundreds of predictions came to fruition at the birth and during the life of Jesus. And there are many predictions about Jesus that have yet to be fulfilled but will be when, as Christians believe, he returns, his second coming. Then we'll know him as Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over 
his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. Can you imagine a leader and a government like that? It's not easy when you look at the world's leaders and governments, but change can come and we can be a part of the change. If we model our lives around biblical principles like loving our neighbours, upholding justice and righteousness and standing up for truth and honesty, we can influence others and make a difference to the world. Imagine God came to earth as a little baby and the world has never been the same. It was a great event for humanity and when one person turns to faith, it's a great event for that one heart. As Christmas approaches, bear in mind the influence you have on changing the world for the better by your kindness, your faith and your good example this Christmas time.